Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! What's up, my nerds? Welcome to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast. It's Miyazaki May, so all month we're looking at movies by Hayao Miyazaki, and today's interview is with my sister, Steph Dobson, and we're talking about my neighbor, Totoro. Before we jump in, though, I've got a handful of things to let you know about, and it is a handful. There's five of them. Number one, if you'd like the content, make sure you're subscribed, either via your podcast app or on YouTube. That's right, we're on YouTube at nextgen underscore nerd. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a review uh, so that others can find the show. That'd be great. And if you're on YouTube, like and drop a comment so we can go ahead and share that on here and others can find the content. We'll read all those reviews and comments on the show next week, so go ahead and get them in. Number two, you can follow us on uh, all, all the socials. We're on just about all of them to get updates on shows and some additional content throughout the week. Like this last week, we had a video uh, by my boys singing a song that has no words. You'll have to go and check it out on our YouTube uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, you can find us at nextgen underscore nerd, and you can find all our social info and past episodes on our website, nextgennerd.com. Uh, you can also share any episode from there to your social media, and that'd be greatly appreciated. Number three, our Discord is up and running, and I'm dropping some additional stuff over there, and there's a whole podcast category where you can suggest topics or guests. The link for the Discord is going to be in the show notes, so you can access that there. And uh, if you can't find it there, reach out to us on one of our socials, and I'll get you connected. Number four, uh, we now have merch. We're working on uploading new designs, but if you want a logo t-shirt or a logo hoodie or a pillow with my face on it, uh, you can go on Amazon and search Next Gen Nerd, and it'll come up, and you can order that, and it'll get shipped to you. Uh, and if you want a, a magnet or a sticker... Just reach out to us some way, and we can get, make that happen. So you can go ahead and rep the Next Gen Nerd podcast. Uh, and lapel pins, I guess, are coming in soon as well. So we'll have more information about that soon. Finally, number five, if all that seems a bit complicated, you can just send me an email and ask about any of this. Our email is nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I think that's about everything. It's time to start the interview. Let's get nerdy. Well, guys, like I mentioned earlier, I am excited to have my sister, Stephanie, on with me today, talking My Neighbor Totoro. Steph, how are you doing? I am doing awesome. <laughs> so good. So, uh, you know, I, I saw Rocky's Man Cave when we did the episode on Helldivers, uh, and um, he had a whole room uh, that you put together for him. You've got a door with uh, with a beautiful, beautiful drape yeah. over it. Yes. Um, so I am actually in the hallway for my, what will be my office. Okay. And um, I just haven't painted it or really like finished it. So I'm like not wanting to reveal the like, it's just this whole house is this weird peach color <laughs> that just makes me more sad than anything. So I'm just covering it up slowly, but surely. So okay. next time. What emotions does peach uh, bring out in someone. I've, I don't know that I've ever been in a peach home. Uh, it's emotions? just, it's almost worse than beige in that mm. it's like mental asylum peach. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I got so, it. Wasn't that the color on the walls in the hotel in, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the Jack Nicholson movie. Uh, here's here's Johnny. The oh, Stanley Kubrick. Um, 
The Shining. The Shining. Were they? Yeah, I think I I think that color was heavily used in that movie. I think um, it was. I yes, think it, was. It, yeah. it is something that they think is supposed to make you calm, but can really actually, I feel like, make you more <laughs> nuts, though. So, so it just will eventually be like sage green and yeah. very earthy. So much That's more. Nice. This, is, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but uh, The Shining is on this list of like 100 movies. I got this like scratch off poster, like you have to watch these movies. And I got like 45 minutes in and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like being scared. I don't have to finish this list. I do not have to watch this movie. I tried. Turn it off. I don't want it. I don't want to know. I, I forced Rocky to watch it while we were in Germany in lockdown. And I was like, listen, I have watched so many documentaries, so many movies. You are going to watch The Shining with me. And I forgot how like messed up certain parts of it were. Yeah. And he would just look at me like, are you kidding me? I'm like, we had to finish it. We got I mean, We got We got to finish this movie now. And then once he was done i was like all right now you've seen it same for rocker uh rocky picture horror show i was like yeah it's a, it's a ride but you are now gonna have to watch it just once just so you can say i did have you seen the sequel to uh to the shining i haven't seen it no it looks terrifying i can't even really read his books i've only ever read misery and that's as scary as i can get because i am a very big wimp when it comes to scary mm. i mean mm. you know me and mom were literally uh forever scarred by the same horror film which one do you know this no which one okay so what movie do you know which movie mom forever got scared why she always has a uh garage door opener no the only garage door i can think of is scream when her head got crushed in the door but <laughs> the omega man it's an old Ooh. like vampire i would not movie. i would not call that a a horror movie um which omega man uh was the precursor to um i am legend i am legend yeah, and so, that uh, one scarred me forever i had i had nightmares for three months i'm sorry this we're not getting anywhere into the topic yet but I know. have you have you heard the episode that i did on i am legend where i talk about how the scariest part of the movie for me i thought i made up in my mind until i was doing research so um is it this one no there... that's not oh, it. okay that's not it in the scene where he's driving through new york and mm -hmm. um the the mannequin is set up as a trap do you know what i'm mm -hmm. talking about Mm-hmm. I could have sworn that the mannequin's head turned and looked at him as he drove by. And I thought, have they put on this mannequin outfit to, to yeah. get him? I'm like, that can't be it. And it ter it scared me, terrified me. I was doing research for the movie, and they put mimes in costume to move a little bit while the movie's going on just to show how it's meant. So his head does move. I went back and watched, okay. and it goes, and just looks right at him. Oh, mm. uh, I, I feel like that him. also just hints at how scary when you're like the last man on earth right you're gonna go a little crazy right mm -hmm. you can go your dog becomes your entire personality you got all those almanacs like the one behind you <laughs> you're on the road <laughs> uh i can almost guarantee you though i won't have a dog wandering around with me at the end of the world i don't think no that's true that's they'll have the volleyball like uh yeah. like <laughs> yes. Love wilson. yes yes i'll have wilson that sounds good that sounds good Oh my goodness, we're going to go off 19 other uh, rabbit trails as we keep going. This is I keep... the ADHD, you know? It is, just... it is. Well, this is what happens when I call you on the phone. Like, like I'm gonna, it's going to be a 10-minute phone call. And then three hours later, I'm like, okay, I've been in the driveway for 45 minutes. I should probably go inside and see my family. I probably should. 
but absolutely delightful. So. It is. It is. So, you know, uh, I have this question and then um, I think we've already answered it. Uh, you know, Stephanie, what was it like growing up with a nerdy brother? Like, what was it? Uh, not- oh, I loved that this was your first question. To you. like, <laughs> so what's it like having me a super nerd or a brother? <laughs> Uh, and I've always been no. this way. I've always been this way. There's, 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 there is no change. There's no change. It's just I've accumulated I, more nerd stuff over yeah, the years. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I was gonna say the first thing I thought of is when me and Rocky first started dating. He was actually really surprised that I was totally fine just sitting and watching him play a video game. <laughs> but that's kind of how it was when we were kids, right? Like we had these cartoons, mm-hmm. like link or x-men that also had video games so i would just space out while you watch the video game and kind of like make up the story okay okay so i was like and let's be fair i also got my way plenty of times with all the cooking shows and trading spaces and stuff like that but no i mean i think that i was just happy to be included a lot of the times with you (laughs) and so it's like i'm just here watching Uh... you play video game (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. You you really were along for the ride in so many ways. In so many yeah. ways, uh, you know, having me and Logan, two brothers. Um, uh, and then the next one in line was Sean. And that was, you know, 12 years difference for me. How oh, many yeah. years? Eight years for you. Uh, and so uh, so I can, I can see that. I can see that. I remember even you would come and play uh, Airsoft with us. We would go and play yes. Airsoft. And- I was going to say, I mean, and in my own right, I think I'm a bit nerdy. I mean, I have those things like The Last Unicorn I was obsessed with, you know, why we're here today. But also, yeah. here's my, I'm going to go ahead, and not that we've had enough tangents already, but my, I wanted to give my unpopular opinion about some nerd lore because I think okay. it's actually relevant right now. Let's take it. Let's take it. The Mario Brother movie from the 90s. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I did so too. Great. I did too. <laughs> it's so bad though it is so bad though right it is so bad it's so bad isn't that why it's great because you're just like it's it's such a for me that's exactly what i do with the video games i play though i like it's it's the most simple uh boring uh you know video games which i'm actually ties this into the the next one but um it's just that i i need a little more going on so i just kind of make up little stories in my head you know like mickey's the true villain and uh, uh no, no one can I, otherwise. I like it. I like it. Um, if you haven't listened to uh, How Did This Get Made's episode on the Mario movie, you should you should watch it. While I wholeheartedly agree with you that I enjoyed the movie, objectively, I have to say it's a steaming pile of garbage. You know, like oh, I, yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. and and they go over kind of why it is that way. And some of the scenes <laughs> that did make it in, they're like, this would have been like even more. It, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Check it out. Check it out. So, uh, so yeah, so you were along for the ride. You participated in all these things. Some of it has rubbed mm-hmm. off and stayed. What are some of your top current nerdy interests, Stephanie? Um, well, I do have my, what I was just calling a cozy games on mm-hmm. Switch, but mm-hmm. they were kind con- so like I've got Animal Crossing and Disney Dreamlight Valley and that's where you know I said Mickey is the real villain in my mm-hmm. valley and uh there's some more more excitement that way with those video okay. games but the whole point of those is just so that you have uh kind of these daily tasks to do where you're in your village or your valley and you're sort of in charge of things and get to decorate it which is not the best part of like sims is decorating the house so having games that lit out that little creative outlet 
Okay. So nice. Uh, but I also really love young adult fantasy. So things from Harry Potter, the um, Hunger Games, Throne of Glass, Ugly series. And then I also just have a rotating list of my ADHD hyperfixation craft hobby. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's, um, I mean, if I panned around this room, you would probably see like different projects. I've got like, you know, scrapbooking, bullet journal, painting, bath bombs. Right. Um, there you go. There you go. And she this before. So I'll say this. I'll say this. If you want to tap into a nerd market with bath bombs, you just have to assign them uh, random Star Wars names or whatever else. Uh, I would never have spent $5 a bar of soap uh, on squat soap, but when it's Star Wars theme, it's like, I wonder, I might like that. I might like that. So, uh, you know, there's, there's room, there's room there. Um, I, I don't know that I would ever buy a bath bomb for me. I feel like, Holly, I don't know that I could do that. I don't like sitting in warm water anyways. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, even if it was fizzing and bubbling, I don't know that I would like that. Um, but, uh, that's but, why I make shower bombs. There you go. So there they you go. make the shower smell nice. Uh, which which would be good, which would be good. So awesome. So uh, plenty of nerdy interest. Love to hear it. Well, <laughs> today we're talking about a specific nerdy interest. Uh, and actually, the entire month of Miyazaki May was kind of birthed on the back of you wanting to do My Neighbor Totoro. And I was like, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. And then uh, I uh, had another person that I was asking if they wanted to do an interview. And um, they picked another Miyazaki film. And I was like, okay, so we'll put these mm-hmm. two together. And flesh out the whole month of May, and and we'll talk about Miyazaki. And so this was my first introduction to Miyazaki, my neighbor Totoro. I've watched several <laughs> since then, of course, um, and uh, I'm sure it was probably the the same for you. Uh, I remember watching this movie on repeat growing up. Like I remember, like we watched this all <laughs> the time, and so. Watching it now, I go, why the heck did this like latch on to us? You know, why was it that this was so? So first, Stephanie, why is it that you love My Neighbor Totoro? So um, I got that VHS that I think we really wore out from Issa right down the road. And she was a bit of an odd duck, right? Like, love it. But she (laughs) but she introduced me to this kind of odd duck of a movie, too. And the thing that I really like about just Studio Ghibli in general, or in Miyazaki, is just that he is able to do these like fantastical, whimsical stories, Mm. but they're in a very natural world setting and kind of like adjacent to our own. And typically there's a lot of like female leads in there and you're defeating things through your wits and stuff. But with My Neighbor Totoro, the main, the biggest plot line to me is that there's a sick mom and the little girl goes on an adventure Mm. and like it's a little sad but this this movie came into our lives around the same time that mom had breast cancer Mm -hmm. so for me it was really nice to like in the end mom's okay right Mm. she gets to meet this really fluffy thing um i can't wait to squeal about the cat bus because every time i see it just makes me brings me so much joy Mm. Um, but it's just this like happy-go-lucky movie where there is like some drama but it's very quickly resolved and Mm. you know it it was i think i when i was looking up today it's like the second film they ever made um under that studio and so yeah i just i just think it's just just so wholesome Mm. Yeah. You know, I had never, I never made that connection. The fact that you're right, that we would have, especially since we know that you got it from Issa, who 
was an odd duck. I mean, this I remember she showed up at the door one Saturday and you weren't there. You were somewhere else. And she walked past us and came in and still played in your room. Like, that's okay. She don't have to be here. And she just went and played with your stuff. She's like, she said it was cool. All right. Yeah. She said yeah. I could play with you. Uh, she'll be back in a few hours. I'll wait for her. And like again, second grade kids doing this. It was just it was just kind of funny. But um, but no, I never I never made that connection. But you're right. That was about the same time that mom would have been going through that. And I'm sure that was maybe maybe another piece of it. Uh, and again, cat bus, cat bus is enough uh, in itself right. to think I don't even like cats, but my goodness, if one made that noise and would take new super fast right. places, I would, mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd, I'd jump in that, that works, that, that, that tracks, that tracks. And so, um, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to poke the bear a little bit here. Um, mm-hmm. when we found it again, you hated it. You hated it. Why was it when we found it again that you hated it? Uh, are you talking about the newer dub? Yes. Because yes. I was going to say, I was like, I can't, I only have, I have a copy of the original. So the first dub came out like right when the original movie actually came out. And then Disney got the rights and they have the Fanning sisters, absolutely nothing against them. But it is so jarring to a little against it because it's so jarring i knew and loved this movie with these very specific voices Mm. can you imagine turning on star wars and it's just a completely different voice actor if it was like luke it's me your papa you'd be like no it's not the movie so So i have a similar experience um and uh, I read a series of books, and I read the first 17 books in this series before I realized that there were things called audiobooks. And then I listened to a full cast audiobook, and the entire time I'm going, that is not the voice. That is not the one that's in my head. Like, that's not it. So I, I get it. I get it. Uh, or even uh, names, how names are pronounced. Yes. I've had a few yes. series where you're like, Israel, you're going to be in your yeah, head. The cadence and, then... and everything else. No, I, I get it. I just remember, I remember you uh, were not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah. I had to sell my soul and dive into the dark web to find a, a torrent with the original dubbing on. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I finally found one and I was like, okay, but you have to open it with this program and use this thing here to adjust the audio track. Um, so no, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And I still have that zip drive and it's very treasured <laughs> to me. And I, I check on it every move. I make sure it's with our jewelry. Like, we checked our safety deposit box, the Totoro safety deposit box, not the one with the jewelry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the DVD with the Fanning sisters only because I didn't realize I got so pumped. And then yeah. I was like, I got, I think I got all of, cause through the theme song, they even redid that. And so I was like, something's off here. This doesn't sound. I haven't, I haven't looked to see if there's an option cause they're on HBO max. Now all of them are on HBO max. Yeah. Uh, I haven't looked to see if there was an option of adjusting that. I'm sure probably not, probably not, but I wonder if you would get lucky and go, well, here's the question. Have you tried watching it with subtitles to see if that's more enjoyable or less enjoyable than... I was, I was going to say, I'm very tempted at this point just to watch it in Japanese with English subtitles um, because even in doing some research for this, because I wanted to sort of like re-familiarize myself, there are some storylines that get left out, which I think are so cute. Like there, if you remember when um, Suzuki sends a letter to her mother with a little crab in the corner that she draws mm-hmm. where she's making fun of her sister May... I just found out today it's because there's a like Japanese folklore about a crab who literally plants things in the garden and is too impatient to wait for it to grow. And so she was making fun of her sister saying she's just like the garden crab. She's not waiting. Da, da, da. But we don't get any of that context in the English dub. And right. I was like, oh, 
was cute. I like. I wonder if there would even be context though, if it was if you're watching the subtitle. I mean, I wonder if that how much of that is just this is just what we understand. Like it's an idiom that yeah right. So I think really what we have to do now is go to Japan to watch it there. I think that would fix it. I think that would fix it. Do you know that there's a Ghibli theme park? I'm in. I'm in. I I started watching. There's actually a a documentary on HBO on um on Miyazaki on Miyazaki and actually what happened with the deterioration of the studio and him coming back mm-hmm. to do a computer animated one. It's very interesting. Very interesting. I could totally see them wanting to, uh, Is that Ponyo? He came um, back no, he, well, I mean, he, he retired and came back several times. This one was okay. his first CGI film, which I think was, I don't know what it was, but it was, it was several years, it, he, several times. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Ponyo. Um, but it's really funny because he's talking about how like he really he's been really very studious about his health as he's got a cigarette in his mouth as he's talking. And I, I do, yeah, I do everything I can, and I'm going. You know, I don't smoke, and I do eat a lot of cheeseburgers. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe I need to stop eating cheeseburgers, stop smoking. And I'll be a skinny Japanese guy. That's how. That's there how we go. Happens. I was gonna say just I'm getting more cancer. That's what's happening. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. So so you got the the dub, and the dub was uh you know. Uh, you have the original now, so you can you can enjoy that. Um, but one thing I've noticed as I've watched several of Studio Ghibli's movies and Miyazaki in particular is the movie always ends with this like glimmer of hope. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost it's it's like it's, it's not like there's a bow on it, but like you've got it all pulled and you're ready to pull the bow tight. That's when it ends before you pull the yes. bow tight. Um, yes. And so there's all this room there's all this room and he you know i don't i don't know that there's an ex uh, you know a, a miyazaki cinematic universe where they're all tied together i don't think that's necessarily the case i would love to see a chart on that one though um yeah. and so uh through you know the several weeks that we're looking at miyazaki this question i put on all of them is is what would you do with a a sequel and i didn't put it on yours but on others or a spinoff you know a sequel or a spinoff mm. like mm-hmm. i would want to see more of this and, and we won't spoil the movie i mean the movie came out like around the time I was born, but you know, right. if you haven't seen it yet, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it. Um, yeah. But uh, but what would you do with the sequel or a spinoff uh, of of this of My Name yeah. Totoro? This was a very exciting, creative little uh, <laughs> adventure for me. Thank you. Um, so they do show in the final credits, uh, Mom coming back, and I it, I didn't rewatch the final credits, but I could have swore that they also show a younger sibling being introduced into the picture which is where i would want to see it right i want mom to be back and healthy and happy and i want there to be a new baby brother who is at like the stage where they're babbling and kind of mobile but not the good mobile it's like always getting into trouble Mm, type of thing yep and then i want for um totoro to be under attack so the Mm. the town has been going under construction and through this a uh ancient trickster god has been awakened and is Mm. sort of threatening the forest and totoro himself and so now they have to think like i want it to be almost like goonies-esque okay and so it's like hijinks and just sort of having to defeat that through wit you know, kind of going back into that. Um, and I also would love for a little extra thing. <laughs> I know. I thought about it. No, a no, lot, no. Right? No, you're talking, you're talking, and one thought ran through my head, and it was cat bus, and then the sequel creep is dog plane. There's cat bus and dog <laughs> plane. And that's why I started laughing. I'm sorry. Continue with your dog story. Plane. Yeah. <laughs> but he has to be shaped like the old airplane movie. You know yes, what I mean? Like yeah, that's good. That's real good. Continue. 
Uh, <laughs> so another little element I'd love to see in the sequel too, though, is that mom is actually more in tune with the spirit world mm. and um, keeps checking up on the kids and secretly helping them. Mm. And only we, the viewer, would know that. So it would just be like, you know, where they'd have maybe some, they're looking for something and then boom, it appears where they're at. And, um, you know, mom's in the background, like, yes, mm. something like that, you know? So okay. I think a new baddie coming in, maybe making it a bit more, um, you know, I think movies of his like Howl's Moving Castle or um, Spirited Away are, can be a little bit more dramatic in a way. Mm. And I would love to kind of see that because this is just such a like kitty wholesome. It is. Cleanser it, type yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I would like to see a bit more drama. Where's the drama, Miyazaki? Yeah, if we uh, if Issa had brought over Princess Mononoke or um, or, what a different woman I would be. Or Spirited Away. No, no, no. You wouldn't have been. It'd have been thrown away. It'd have been thrown oh, away. That's true. Scott that's would have true. seen it and been like, "That's demons out." That's, yes, that's that is bad. true. Actually, it's yes, gone. Um, and there was much darker, so we it would not have been this fun. Like, oh, it's this that fun cat yeah. thing. Um, and so, uh, how fortuitous that it was. It was my neighbor Totoro. Whereas I was going, what, who was the villain? There wasn't a villain. The villain was family stress, you know? And so it's like, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, we can deal with yep, that. Just family dynamics. Yes. Um, uh, and an annoying little sister that always runs away, you know? That, uh, that'll that do it. Those little worse. sisters, man. <laughs> so, no, I like that. I like that. Uh, also, while you were talking, I thought fishboat. You've got cat bus, you got dog plane, and fishboat. Fish uh, fish boat makes more sense than dog plane. Um, I thought bat so. plane or bird plane, maybe, but owl plane, owl plane. High five. That was good. That was good. Uh, so, um, but uh, fish boat. I want to see fish boat where they get on a fish. fish. Boat, yeah, sure. Surely these characters exist. Surely they exist. It's not just some weird one one cat. You know, Ooh, what if there was like two cat buses fighting in an alley? That would be, and they're inside the cat bus, and it's the just... bad guy has his own cat bus. Yes, a black cat bus. Yes, that'd be so good. So good. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, cat bus, I I put your. This is just a, a quick. You're in this world. Yeah. You have the choice of either having Totoro as a neighbor slash friend or cat bus. Like you have one or the other. You can't have both. You can't say, well, I'm going to have no Totoro and he's going to call on cat bus. Only one of these exists. Which one do yeah. you want? Totoro or cat bus? So I've had a gut reaction to this <laughs> and I have to stick with it. <laughs> and my gut, my gut is cat bus. 100%. Okay. okay. Because can you imagine the you know how much time I spend in a car visiting family, mm -hmm. visiting people, traveling all the time. If I could kick back in that cat bus with my doggos inside, oh, it'd be like, yeah, cat bus, um, Maga's house, <laughs> Maga's house, <laughs> and then I'd be like there in two seconds. It'd be great. I mean, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I I do agree that for convenience factor, for convenience level, yes. Um, I would say having my neighbor Totoro, though, I mean, the big reason why I don't like animals is because they don't listen. They don't behave. They <laughs> drive me crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, as a kid, they're going to bite you. They don't know. They're just they're just being animals. Like, I know that yeah. they're just being animals. But the thought of having an animal that, like, can empathize and listen and, more sentient. and help a little more sentient. Mm -hmm. um, I do like that. Like when I'm playing video games, 
there are times where I'll pick characters that have an animal companion, but that animal companion does what I ask it to do. Like, I'm like, I'm cool yeah. with that. You're going to listen to me. You're going to go help me get that over there. Um, so I can see that being, being enjoyable. Um, that would be fun. That would be fun. And let's be honest. Uh, if I, I didn't put this as an option, but if there was a giant tree in my backyard that I could go and like play in, I would pick that. I'd pick that. Like if there's this giant shade tree that I'm going to go back there, that, I would do that. That'd be good. That was always really cool too. The idea of like how they would get in and out of that big tree. Mm-hmm. Like you're, cause we had briefly in our neighborhood that, I mean, I, what was that? A retention pond that grown over and we just climbed in there like the feral children we were. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like a copse of trees. It was just in somebody else. And it was in somebody else's property, but we're like, whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> put a fence up, dude. Or if you don't it's put a fence clubhouse up. clubhouse now. Yeah imminent domain okay mandate from god we're gonna go play in those trees because we're kids and there are trees there and there's not a fence we're going um <laughs> yeah we uh we were definitely criminals definitely criminals um but that was fun that was fun that was also where logan fell from the very top of the tree all the way to the bottom long I history mean, of logan tale and as old as time yes oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so stephanie uh so your training, uh, your education is in um, is in behavioral casework and working with children that are going through stressful situations or have developmental delays and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun to look at this this story of two sisters who claim that there's this giant uh, kangaroo creature that uh, takes them on magical journeys inside uh, cats uh, to go see their ailing mother. And I, I think you would probably go, I think there's something going on here. Like there is definitely something. So- um- Hey, honey, can you see the big fluffy <laughs> raccoon thing right are now? They, are they here in the room are with us right, right now? now? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just thought it'd be fun. So you're, you're handed this case file, uh, mm-hmm. and they say this is your next patient, uh, your next clients. Can you can you yeah. kind of walk us through how you would handle this situation uh, in in real world uh, scenarios? Yeah. Besides, like, uh, oh, cat bus, please take me. I want to go. I, Here's some meds, little one. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> um, so I. I first thought of Sasuke because she's our like main character, right? And kind of that pivotal moment um, comes from, she keeps bottling up how she's really feeling about this family crisis. Throughout the movie, You've it kind of seems like she hides away that inner monologue mm-hmm. to um, not be a burden during that time. And in the end, she ends up snapping at her sister and like going off and like feeling bad about it as well. And I just thought for her, just basic talk therapy space would be so helpful right she gets to sort of air things out she feels heard she doesn't have to you know feel uh so closed off and everything and i think that would alleviate a lot of that stress she feels mm-hmm. for may little may there okay may is a bit more supervision all right <laughs> <laughs> She is still baby, <laughs> but uh, she definitely needs more boundaries and clear communication. Okay. I was thinking about how a lot of times the natural instinct is to put on softer gloves during a scary time, but that's clearly not working for her. And mm-hmm. she, it's to me, so I give her one of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm seeing is a child who knows there's information being withheld and yeah. is mad about it. Okay. So I would want to see a visual schedule or like rules, like very clear structure for her Mm. because she is up in the clouds and a bit of a, you know, we're going to say, um, thank goodness she's there for the plot, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
right. Ponta, because I can't leave him out, because I just immediately, you know, I love him. Uh, straightforward, just the ABA. You know, that's what I used to do. The uh, applied behavior analysis in the house, teaching him how to do better communication skills without freaking out and um, regulating his body. Because I just always think of the first scene where he's, the two girls say hi to him and he goes, <laughs> and it's like, okay, honey, it's all right. Don't explode. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. <laughs> oh man yeah and for dad good old dad parent support group you know they're going through a crisis mom uh, your partner's sick you need some support and to know too like i think dad actually did a pretty good job in this movie one of my favorite scenes is um actually involving the little sit sprites because i do love those little guys Mm. uh but the girls are scared and rather than like invalidating that fear dad finds a way to like make them feel heard but also distract them and make them laugh and get and in the yeah. end oh, this is he's in the hot tub right where they're in the sauna yeah i know yeah this. yeah these are some cultural things to know too because i remember i was like i don't bathe with my dad I was like this is weird but then <laughs> but you know isa was um i don't remember if they were actually Japanese or not, but no, they was, were Italian. She was Italian. They, they were, were Italian. Short, for, okay. short for Isabel. Was was uh, what Isa was short for? Was it really? I'm fairly I'm certain. Sure. Well, because you got Nicholas. Nicholas was. Uh, Why was... did you spell the Y? Isa with a Y. Okay, well maybe I'm wrong on that. I thought I thought it was short for Isabel, oh, but yeah. uh, Isabella. Uh, but they're definitely she didn't Italian. Know a whole lot about. I was gonna it, so. I was gonna completely dox her with her with her last name, but I won't do that. I won't do. Yeah, that. I was so, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spell it for you. No, 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 no. Uh, if you know an Issa who was really into na- my neighbor Totoro circa 1992, this is who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl, <laughs> I hope you turned into a cat like you always dreamed. <laughs> yeah, listen. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good looking family. They were, I mean, every one of them was handsome. Uh, it was, yeah. They had the Anyways. coolest toys, too. They did. They did. Um, uh, yeah, Nicholas. Uh, actually, he I saw him recently. He's back in Gainesville, and he was working for a AC company. Uh, he was oh, military cool. for a while, and came back and was doing that. So uh, he seems to be doing well. He's doing well. Hmm. Uh, well, the last question I have for um, for you for this is uh, you've got so you have several dogs. Yeah. Um, uh, and right here. And not a one of your dogs has ever been named Campus or Totoro. And so mm-hmm. uh, I want to know why. First, tell us the names of your dogs, where you got yeah. those names. Because what? Because some people are like, well, maybe she just likes normal dog names. She doesn't. So, uh, no, so give really. us the names <laughs> of the dogs and then, uh, and then tell us why Totoro maybe hasn't made the list yet. Uh, no, I'm definitely not one of those people who's like Bob or Henry for animals. That is more upsetting for me. But what I have is... Lola, because she is a miniature dachshund, perfect little thing. Um, so she's obviously um Lola the showgirl, and then we have this guy. Over but it's here. not just Lola, right? Isn't it like more than just Lola? Lola Lemon, yeah, she has she has her middle name, but that's because she was so sick for her first like six months. We we're like, we got a lemon dog. This dog is always <laughs> in the vet. So <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> and then- uh, and then after her, we got Copa, who is right here. He's a little blonde corgi mix. And it stands for Copa Cabana because he is definitely just, I don't know. There's no thoughts, just vibes. Mm. Um, but a lot of feelings, actually. You know, He's my crazy one, for sure. And then I have Loki, who um, came with a name that was like Loie. And so I didn't know what that meant. And I wasn't going to continue it. 
Loki is close enough. And um, it is kind of funny, though, because he's like the opposite of chaos. He would be like any even going off of a path. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to stick to the sidewalk. All right. It's real. Um, but no, Totoro hasn't made it yet, nor Kappa's. And, and the reason why, uh, for me, it feels like the perfect name for an incredibly fat tabby cat, right? Okay. With the belly that you're just like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Uh, but right. we don't have that. You know, dog names, they got to be quick. You got to be able to yell them. But cats can have fun things like Professor Bubblesworth. The Just third. name one of your dogs the sound the cat bus makes. Just do that one. I want to see Rocky. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You going to come over here now? Phonetically phonetically spell that out for it. For and then, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be really good. That'd be really good. Well, Steph, any other thoughts on uh, Totoro? Yes, actually. Um, I did think of a perfect live cast oh um, yeah yeah i missed that one i'm sorry yeah <laughs> tell me about it i'm sorry you yeah, yeah, okay. spent time doing that i did i did so that's why i was like we can't let it go nope, so i don't know enough child actors to redo the og but what i was thinking and of that'll put you in a blacklist if you start searching child actor right yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. Mm, i'm good yeah but i figure if we redid it it okay. could and especially be in live action it could be like a post-apocalyptic world that is ruled by the forest god totoro <laughs> and you can still have like the sick mom and may goes missing and you know those things um and i thought it could go one of two ways you either have it like kind of fun more hijinks and then more like serious like you know drama so the more fun cast would be for Satsuki, would be uh, Stephanie Sue, who's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, May would be Aquafina. Okay. First thought, that's the first person I thought of to play May, an older May. Um, yeah, real good. That's real good. And for Kanta, Manny Jacinto, who was from uh, Jason in The Good Place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So, per- right? Yep. So that'd be yep. funny enough, you know, they would be... The more serious one, though, I'd want Jessica May Lee, who's Alina Starkov in the uh, Netflix series. That have you seen that? Where it's got like um, it's based off a book series as well. What? Uh, bone? Nope. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. There we go. I think yeah. I've seen the first episode. Logan, I watched it and I was like, I don't know, this is my thing. Um, but I know, I think I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Prince Caspian's in it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but the calm down, <laughs> the Steph. Actress- Calm down. Yeah. Um, Alina Starkov, though, I would want her to be um, Sasuke. And then in this version, I actually thought Aubrey Anderson Emmett, who is from Modern Family, she plays Lily. Okay. Yeah. Imagine a sullen teenager version of May. Come on. That'd be good. So good. Be really good. Be really good. And I can then see that. For Kanta, would be Andrew Koji, who's Assam and Warrior. Okay. Okay. Because I love him. So nice, nice. So um, you you left out a very serious character though. Who's doing the the body work for Totoro in both of these? Like who is who's the CG capture suit for Totoro? Jack Black. Yes, it has to be. And I know that he was <laughs> he just. I know that he was just. He's Bowser now. But let's be honest. I don't see anyone else doing that justice. Um, He'd be the only because I don't really want Totoro to talk. I feel like that would be really like. Yeah. But if anyone is going to do it, it, ha- it just has to, be, it or, has to be Jack Black. Or do you go like way weird choice and pick somebody like uh, Hugh Jackman? You know, like it's just like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
Yes. Well, I'm thinking Hugh Jackman's got some dancing chops. He's got some dancing chops. Oh, that's you know, true. Dwight May uh, or Dwight, uh, uh, The Rock, <gasps> Dwayne uh, May as well. But I'm thinking in particular some 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 good chops there. I thought also yeah. Nathan Lane might be fun to watch. Be Totoro. Ooh, um, yeah. Or Andy Circus can do anything, you know. It's typically maybe in the darker one. Maybe it's Andy Circus that's doing it, mm -hmm. you know. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't know. But then again, I've just picked all white actors, and we were trying to, you know, keep it uh, not a whitewashed version. But let's be honest: what race is Totoro? Is he Japanese? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, they even said they made up his race specifically for this movie. He's just oh, did they? Like they didn't find that in nature. They didn't find Totoro in nature. No, and go, no. <laughs> Especially the little blue one with his little like <laughs> pack of acorns. I love when people feel the need to say things like Totoro doesn't exist. We made this up. Like I'm so glad that, that we need to just make sure that you're aware that we did not. Totoro doesn't live in the woods. Don't go look in the woods in Japan. He's not there. No. Right yeah. Don't do that. Oh man, that is good stuff. That is good stuff. Well, Steph, uh, if if somebody felt like they need more Stephanie, uh, mm -hmm. where could they find you uh, in the interwebs? Um, so in the interwebs, the place where I let my brain come out the most is going to be Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I am at yours truly 289. Uh, and I try to actually have Lola has her own Instagram. Um, so if you would like to, you know, maybe the twice a year that I remember to post anything on that account, uh, Lola underscore the show girl. So yes. that's all. I do know that account exists philosophically, though I'm I'm not allowing myself to follow a. Uh, it's not just you. It's not just you. I've got another good friend, and I, was I, say. I just can't. I can't. It's not, it's not my thing. It's not my content. Yeah. Not my content. And it's just going to be a lot of this. It's going to be a lot of that. Okay, next one. Um. So, but that's that. Well, Steph, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you talking yeah. Twitter with me. And uh, we we already have like four other things that we were going like other topics. Princess Bride is on the list. Oh. Yes. Um, uh, the last unicorn. I watched that with my kids, and they didn't get it. You know, so there's that one as well. Uh, there's there's several. There's several that we can come back to and go. This is this is good stuff. This is good content. So I am so glad that you asked me because any time to talk about Totoro, which I think is like, you know, I'm glad that Miyazaki is getting a whole month from you. So yes. I'm excited. Yes. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, which will be continuing in Miyazaki May. And uh, we're going to be talking about Princess Mononoke with Mikey Burgett from the Screen Nerds podcast. So check out the show notes for links to all our socials, Discord, merch, all those things. And uh, I think that's it. So until next time. Peace out, Seacrest. <laughs>